Welcome back to the Youth Bible in One Year, day 125. No matter what we're facing in life, Jesus is always there for us. He is always faithful and always has our best interests at heart. We can trust him to help us through whatever we're going through. Jesus always delivers. Pippa and I met Ai Yin when we visited Jackie Pullinger in Hong Kong. He'd become a drug addict as a teenager. His father was an addict. He was brought up in the notorious walled city. He joined a gang at the age of 11. They ate, stole, fought and took heroin together. At the age of 14, he got caught doing a robbery and spent his first time in detention. Over the years, he tried everything to get off drugs. Nothing worked. Then he met Jackie and through the power of Jesus came off drugs with no pain at all. Since then, he has become one of the leaders of Jackie's work in Hong Kong. He's trained many people to pray for the sick and to work with the poor. He is one example of the millions of people whom Jesus has delivered from addiction and set free. Ai Yin has spent the rest of his life testifying about the Saviour who always delivers. From Psalm 56 When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise. In God I trust and am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Trust God to deliver you. Fear can be overwhelming. David feared for his life. He discovered that the answer to fear is trust in God. David had been seized by the Philistines in Gath. It must have been a terrible experience. He was kicked around, stomped on every day and beaten up. Yet in the midst of it all, he trusted in God. When I get really afraid, I come to you in trust. I'm proud to praise God. Fearless now, I trust in God. There are times in life when we come under attack. It could be spiritual attack or attack from other people. Whatever the cause of the fear, like David, put your trust in God. In God I've put my trust and confident reliance. I will not be afraid. This psalm ends on a note of triumph and deliverance. You have delivered me. David thanks God for setting him free. God, you did everything you promised, and I'm thanking you with all my heart. You pulled me from the brink of death. Now I stroll at leisure with God in the sunlit fields of life. Lord, thank you for the many times in my life when I've been afraid and have called on you for help, and you have delivered me. Today I call on you for help and trust in you to deliver me. New Testament from John 4 Then, leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I've ever done. Could this be the Messiah? Meanwhile his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields, they are ripe for harvest. Even now the one who reaps draws a wage 
and harvests a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I've ever done. So the Samaritans came to him. They urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the saviour of the world. Testify about the saviour. Every Christian has a testimony. The most powerful way of passing on the message of Jesus is to tell people your story. If they're interested, then you can say, like the woman in this incident, come, see. The population of a whole town came to the conclusion that Jesus really is the saviour of the world. The Samaritan woman had been transformed by her encounter with Jesus. She immediately began to testify about her saviour. She went back to her village and told the people, Come see, a man who knew all about the things I did, who knows me inside and out. Do you think this could be the Messiah? There really is great power in a testimony. This woman had no theological training or even understanding of Christian doctrine. She was not even totally convinced about Jesus herself. She doesn't say with great conviction, Jesus is the Christ. Rather, she's reached a position of saying, Could this be the Christ? Yet she was powerfully used by God in evangelization. In this sense, she's like so many of the testimonies we hear on Alpha. People are not even sure themselves of what they've discovered, but they speak powerfully at the end of Alpha when they give their testimonies and often bring their friends to the next course. All they know is that Jesus has revealed himself in some way to them. They've experienced some kind of deliverance from the empty way of life. They say to their friends, Come, see. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. Jesus had changed her life. The waters of life were pouring out of her as Jesus had promised. The people were amazed and astonished by her transformation. They came and saw, and because of Jesus' words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we've heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the saviour of the world. The teaching of Jesus and the testimony about Jesus both powerfully point to his identity as saviour of the world. He said, My food is to do the will of him who sent me. Jesus shows by the example of his ministry that our spiritual hunger, a life of emptiness and lack of purpose, can only be satisfied by doing God's will. Nothing is more satisfying than doing God's will, being where he wants you to be and doing what he wants you to do. Jesus says, I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They're ripe for harvest. This was fulfilled by the coming of Jesus. The disciples can see that the time is right because people everywhere need to know this message about Jesus. Jesus said, I sent you to reap for what others have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. This, of course, originally applied to the coming of Jesus. However, again, 
it is fulfilled at a different level in many ways. For example, I feel that we are reaping now as a local church, and also with Alpha, what others have sown. For many years, people have prayed for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit at HTB. Many worked hard at developing Alpha. We are reaping what others have sown. Now we must sow so that others can reap. Lord, I pray that you would use my testimony so that many others may believe in you. Old Testament from Judges 2 and 3 Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. After that whole generation had been gathered up to their ancestors, another generation grew up who neither knew the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. They forsook the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who had brought them out of Egypt. In his anger against Israel, the Lord gave them into the hands of raiders who plundered them. They were in great distress. Then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hands of these raiders. But when the judge died, the people returned to ways even more corrupt than those of their ancestors, following other gods and serving and worshipping them. They refused to give up their evil practices and stubborn ways. But when they cried out to the Lord, he raised up for them a deliverer, Othniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, who saved them. So the land had peace for forty years until Othniel, son of Kenaz, died. Again the Israelites cried out to the Lord, and he gave them a deliverer, Ehud, a left-handed man, the son of Gerah, the Benjaminite. And the land had peace for eighty years. After Ehud came Shamgar, son of Anath, who struck down six hundred Philistines with an ox goad. He too saved Israel. Thank God for leaders who deliver. Have you ever found your faith being tested? COVID-19, challenges at work, difficult relationships, temptations, health issues. These are all tests. The people of God are often tested. What matters is how you respond in times of testing. We see in this passage a recurring pattern that runs throughout the book of Judges. First disobedience, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he'd done for Israel. They forsook the Lord. They followed and worshipped various gods of the people around them. Second disaster. God's response was to allow disaster so that they might turn back to him. The Lord handed them over. He sold them to their enemies. Third, distress. This understandably left the people in great distress. Fourth, deliverance. When they got into trouble, they cried out to the Lord, and he raised up judges who saved them. The word translated judge has a wide meaning in Hebrew. It can also mean deliverer, anyone who brings about justice and sets things right. The first of these deliverers is Othniel. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Othniel was anointed by the Spirit of God, and it was this anointing that enabled him to deliver the people and establish 40 years of peace. Once again, though, the people slipped into disobedience and disaster and cried out to God for a deliverer. God delivered the people in a fascinating, if rather unpleasant way. Ehud, must have been an extremely courageous and brave man to walk right into enemy territory alone with a sword hidden on him. It was a crazy thing to do, but for the fact that God was with him. 
It was remarkably successful. Once again, the land had peace, this time for 80 years. God sometimes uses people who are not part of the people of God to deliver his people. Shamgar may have been a Canaanite. He was a powerful man. He struck down 600 Philistines with an ox goad. He too saved Israel. These leaders only brought temporary peace, as long as the judge lived. All this only foreshadows, in a rather murky and inadequate way, the great work of Jesus, the Saviour of the world. Jesus is the great Deliverer. Through his death and resurrection, he has delivered you. He is your Saviour. The Holy Spirit now lives within you. He gives you power and wisdom so that you too can make a difference with your life. Lord, today I cry out to you for deliverance from all the difficulties, troubles and fears that I face today. I praise and thank you for your great deliverance through my Saviour, Jesus Christ. Pepper adds, In Judges 3 verse 15, it says that God gave them a deliverer, Ehud, a left-handed man. I'm left-handed, so I feel rather affirmed. I have tried to work out the advantage of being left-handed in this story, how the manoeuvre would have worked when Ehud reached his left hand and drew the sword out of his right thigh and plunged it into the king's belly. It's slightly revolting to read how the sword disappeared completely into the king's enormous belly and kills him. However, the result was 80 years of peace, which must have been good. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you always come through for me, even if I can't see it. Help me to trust in your plan and help me to trust that you love me and are always faithful to me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' name, amen.